You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Seven oh seven in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson, ten thirty. The Voice, local news and talk. Bill number two. We're back on the air. Absolutely, we've expanded our audience from seventy three to seventy seven. Wonderful. We're making it happen. The Wakeys are strong out there. Ah, oh, look at you and Barney's still showing me pictures of his eggs. No, Not right. those eggs. We, we, we have a thing called a microphone. Could I'm you like? You. It's a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> What's my reminder? Was supposed to be an aside. Um, um, wow, Barney's speechless. Let's. Uh, let's <laughs> that's never happened. Oh my god! I mean, some people are like, hey Barney, can you back no, off on the we, talking? We, and, uh, we're going to put that part as on the best of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been I've been speechless one other time on the radio. Yeah, but it's good that you're speechless. Yeah, it's I, unusual. I, yeah. <laughs> it's novel. But mm-hmm. one time when Chris said, you're not allowed to talk about this aforementioned name today, and then there was dead air, and it got a laugh out of Chris. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, if you missed the first hour, we had a nice discussion uh, with Dan Shearer from the Green Valley News about his very good um, interview with uh, Chris Nanos uh, last Friday. And you can, uh, again... There's so much there's so much meat on that bone to talk about that even 50 minutes he didn't have enough time. Uh, but Nanos admitted that he's 150 short on the uh, of a, a corrections officers. He admitted in the interview also that his guys fall asleep while they're there because they're on 20 hour shifts. <clears throat> I mean, it's just just marvelous. Uh, so anyway, we got to move on. Uh, we have someone calling uh, from uh, Prager View. Prager U. It's a Prager U video. You know, right. it's, uh, well, we got someone calling in with a great story. Great on, story. Uh, on leftist colleges and counteracting them. All right. And then a uh, little harken back to my rant, not my rant, the rant by Bill Maher that I played last week, where he basically took the the kind of the woke revolution and compared it to the Chinese communist rev- cultural revolution and the purifiers and all that stuff. He's good. So we'll we'll talk about that too. One of the few honest people on the air. Yeah, he's trying to at least be intellectually honest a little bit. That's all we want. We just want a little intellectual honesty. But let's get to Dr. Cullen. Now this again is an ex- it, it exposes so many things out there, okay? About a variety of people. But let's 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 talk about the racist, okay? The governor Katie Hobbs. All right. So they so why Dr. Cullen? Right? And I assume they went with Dr. Cullen because she was the most leftist uh, doctor they can find with any sort of credentials cuz I don't see anything else in her in her background here that would make me want her to be the head and the face of anything of well, especially the Arizona <laughs> Department of Health. And you look at the appointments from the Biden administration, and you know, I won't say, you know, two words or three words. It's four words, but it typifies all of this stuff, Colin included, race to the bottom. Yeah, no, it is. So, so what happened was it was going to the vote of the Arizona Senate yesterday, right? And um, so this is kind of part of the story, right, which is not covered by a lot of the other news people. So the only two people who did good news on this 
is Loretta at ADI, right? And believe it or not, I can't mark the tape, right? Speechless, speechless Barney, right? A lot happened on February 15th so far. Speechless Barney, and at the same time, Howie Fisher actually did a decent job covering the story, right? He actually did both sides of the story and got good quotes and all that other jazz. So, Howie, sometimes you suck. Well, a lot of times you suck, but you actually did a good, good job on this. I want to give you kudos. So now, what happened was um, they basically, um, the Senate's vote was interrupted by minority leader uh, Senator Raquel Taran, who announced that she had received a letter from the governor rescinding the nomination. After consulting with staff attorney and confirming that the Senate had not received a message from the governor about the matter, Warren Peterson proceeded with the vote. And she went down. Okay. So we got that going for us. All right. So then we have to have the reaction of Katie Hobbs. Okay. And basically it's the idea that the Katie Hobbs reaction to this is that this was character assassination. But it was self-character <laughs> assassination. Thank you very much. So it's it's an absolute misrepresentation of what went down in th- this whole thing. Yes, Matthew. The local press dove in on this one and... Uh, Probably out of, who knows? I mean, maybe they were briefed by Pima County Communications. I don't know how it worked, but uh, it seemed like Channel 4, Channel uh, 13 both dove in, you know, dove in on this one. Oh, they went, in, they went on this whole hog, right? And basically, that the idea that they kept on saying that, doc, that this is more of a character assassination than, they ignore all of her bad answers or lack of answers. If you just tell, I keep saying it, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, you just tell people the truth, they'll figure it out if it's a political hit job or if, or if there was something there. Well, and again, the other part of their story is that they all forget to say, which is really important, is just before that, Dr. Cullen's hearing was the hearing for the lady to run a DES. And they, had, they asked her some questions. They asked her some similar questions uh, that they asked Dr. Cullen, right? Then... She got approved 5-0. So what are we saying? So the same three people that they're accusing of character assassination didn't do character assassination on the lady who ran, who's running DES. So she only flipped some votes in some races. It's the same It's the same train of thought, right? Right. Right. No, you're right. And even Cullen admitted about the, uh, the, the, the Wall of Shame website, even she admitted, in her opinion as a public health official, that that was a bad idea. Even she admitted it. Correct. I mean, she she blew it on so many different things, right? She just didn't look competent. But in the let's do this. When we come back, we're going to talk about how Dr. Cullen has her own problem. But look how Katie Hobbs set her up to get blasted. That's the other thing. Right? If you're if you're if you're a Democrat who likes Katie uh for some reason you like Cullen Katie Hobbs screwed her over in this deal. And we'll talk about that when we come back. And we'll give you some of the reaction from, especially Pima County, is unbelievable. Between Heinze, Jan Lesher went whole hog on her. I mean, just 
Jan, just don't say a word. Just move on with your day. She needs Dr. Cullen needs to go. I just want to tell everyone that. Wake up Tucson, ten thirty boys. Seven twenty two in the morning, you're on Wake Up Tucson. The breakup song by the break the Greg Kin band. <laughs> the Wakeys came with some good uh some good. We uh, small hours for the eighties. <laughs> Not bad. You get a ding for that. You get a ding for that. Thank you. Um, Barney Brenner, Christy Simone, ESQ. We're talking about the uh, late withdrawal of Dr. Cullen's nomination before she got shot down by the state Senate of Arizona as Katie Hobbs' um, Katie Hobbs's, uh, nominee. But the thing that was so interesting is, so did Katie Hobbs actually talk to her and then did her staff prepare her for her meeting? her confirmation hearing because what would Dr. Evil say Matt Neely about did Katie Hobbs's team prepare Dr. Cullen for her questioning I think the answer would be how about new thank you right because she went in I don't know what she so here's the other thing about I think so if you watch it this is like a comedy show I'm gonna tell you why it reminds me of the bridge of death from Monty Python right the first person comes in and says, all right, bridge keeper, ask me your questions, right? Right? That's pretty good. Right? And it's the easy ones, right? What's your favorite color? Blue, blah, blah, blah. All right, go ahead. Right? Then he hits him with the next guy comes up, right? It's it's uh, Eric Idle, right? Eric, okay, come on, come on, ask me your bridge. And then right, it's, you think he's going to get that easy one, and he says, what's the capital of Assyria? What? I don't know that. Ah! Sorry. Right, right. So then Cullen's sitting there, and the lady who's who, <laughs> the DES lady, she's there for forty-seven minutes. Gets some questions. Hey, that's great. You did great work at the food bank. Boom, boom. Right. Uh, Ding. You worked for uh, Janet Napolitano so many years ago when she was governor. Bing. I'm saying that's good. I'm just saying that was just the way it went, right? It was all, and then it's like, all right, let's do the votes. I, 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 five zero. We're going to re- unanimous recommendation to the state Senate. Political gamesmanship. Right. <laughs> I can, I can see that, right? I can see Adelita Grijalva going, it was all a setup. They, 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 they made that. They let the DES girl just cruise through, and they were so mean to Doctor Cullen. Okay, now, um, then Cullen gets up, and they start hitting her with some questions. Right? She was never prepared for. She was there for at least four and a half hours for they, her. Say. They gave her every chance to do half decently. Correct. So the Pima County statement. So literally, Katie Hobbs set her up. She sent her in there like, oh, they're, they're just going to ask you a few little cursory questions. The two Ds, Birch and Alston, are going to say, how great are you? Wow. Even after she got beaten up, uh, Birch from Mesa, the Democrat, she, after it was just like two hours of whipping, right, on her, on, on these bad answers and yeah, the, the the we don't know why we came up with curfews, and I don't listen to the board of soups and all of these things, right? And she's like, "Hey, you did some stuff with cholera in Africa, right?" And you're like, "What?" <laughs> it's like Birch had no way to help her 
in the actual questioning. It's just like, let's go over here. Let's go to Africa and work on some cholera together. Okay. I mean, it was just the best. But literally, this was the bridge of death scene from Monty Python. And she was Eric Idle getting the capital of Assyria. I mean, that's exactly what happened here. So, um, so we have Dr. Call. Now the, now the spin is from, this is the Pima County. I mean, Mark Evans wrote, I don't know, probably about 500 words on this press release. Or McNamara, one of the spin meisters over there. Uh, former journalists gone rogue, as we say. Um, it says, uh, Pima County Health Threat notified Jan Lesher that she'd reached an agreement with Katie Hobbs to withdraw her nomination. Reached an agreement? What? <laughs> what does that mean? It's like a contract buyout or something. <laughs> no, this is the way it works. Ring, ring. Hi, this is Dr. Cullen. She's not very energetic. Hi, this is Dr. Cullen. Uh, hi, it's Katie. Uh, I, we were counting votes. You are toast at the Senate. Let's get that over to Mark Evans. Reached an agreement to withdraw her nomination. Okay. Then I'm going to tell you something. So under Cullen's leadership, this is, this is now that now Jan was smart. She's not quoted on this. She just had Evans write it as if this is fact. Pima County was a leader in pandemic response, mitigation, vaccination, and recovery. Well, that sentence just shows you you've lost your, all your minds. A leader, but heading everything in the wrong direction. So pandemic response was unbelievably narrow. Your mitigation, uh, you are, so please, please tell me national leader in the mitigation, the curfew. That was your, that was your, that was your, that was your world leader in mitigation. Kiss my grits is great. Polly holiday once said, all right. And I will, give you, I will give you this. You did vaccinate everything that could move that was willing to do it. And now we're finding out that your vaccines have, have horrible side effects on lots of people. And many people that were unwilling to do it. Correct. You jabbed them. Lots and lots of people that would have preferred not to. Jan Lesher said Dr. Cullen has earned the right to continue as the county health director through her inspired leadership. Now again, Jan, girl. It's going to have to be after break, but um, no one will ever say the word inspired for Dr. Cullen. Please. You can tell she has no communication skills. She admitted in the Senate comment, all I do is push out memos is what she said. Right? She said, I don't, she said, I don't really pay attention to what goes on at the Board of Supervisors meetings. I just push out memos, and then they get disseminated. Oh, okay. This, this is inspired leadership. Jan, I don't know what you're doing, because we are going to come for her. The, 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 the call for her, for her to get to resign is coming, because she's a train wreck. Ah. Oh. Here we go. Yeah. Need That's some, what Katie said. Needs some soothing music. That's true. All right. It's breakup songs. This is for Dr. Cullen. This is, uh, which is, this is uh, Neither of Us by Gladys Knight and the Peeps. Pips. Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. 734 in the morning. You're on the Wake Up Tucson show. 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Christy Simone, Barney Brenner, and you... 
Uh, we're also going to get to the a uh, little bit more. We're talking about Teresa Cullen uh, getting shot down at the state senate, and then of course we have the idea that they're trying to do a little bit of uh, well, alternate C- history is what they're doing here. CYA. It's just not CYA. It's actually a um, trying to redefine what actually happened. The reality. We were there. Me and Danny Sawaya and Bill Beard were there. Good for you. We. For- we saw it. Taking the time, not only to hour and a half, three hours round trip travel, but how long were you in that room? Uh, we got in there at 2 o'clock, and Danny and I left at a little after 7. seven. That, folks, we're talking <coughs> dedication here. I mean, and that's, but, that's like, that's like, at best, chalk, fingernails on a blackboard. It's watching... Watching her go through this and getting those good questions from Hoffman, Kerr, and Champ, okay, was so cathartic for everyone who suffered under her narrow-focused tyranny with the Pima County Board of Soups. Perfect word to describe it. Right? And that, that, that's what, how great it was. For those, if you're someone whose business, go watch it. If you suffered, you lost your business because of Teresa Cullen and the Board of Soups and Rahina Romero, watch this. This is your moment of justice that happened for you. Yes, sir. Because for the last two and a half years, anybody who wanted to reopen, what? You wanted to kill people. That Correct. was That was the dialogue, and that's all you were, that's all that was allowed to be uh, said about what your position was. Well, and they <laughs> and they ignored sorry, all of her quotes that she said that she, when she said if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're in the realm of privilege and arrogance. If you don't want to wear a mask, you want to kill people. Correct. Dr. Hines calling little kids uh, the, uh, that aren't getting vaccinated typhoid marys. You right? said it. This is like uh, Ralphie, you know, fighting back with Scott Farkas. Yeah, you just finally this is the moment. Boom. This is the moment. All right, let's go to the phone, 790-2040. Let's go down to Noah. Noah, what's up, sir? Good morning. Yeah, Dr. Hines also compared people who didn't get the vaccine akin to murderers. That's who Dr. Hines is. You are correct. But my thing is, is you ask some questions like, why is the revisionist history, why are people turning their It's Senator Hoffman was amazing, and he dressed her down so much to just expose the emperor had no clothes. Correct. But when he did it, he didn't just expose her. She was an incompetent mouthpiece for others to hide against her title, their bad policies. And he exposed everybody who was doing that, which counts. The memo reader, Bud Foster, (laughs) Channel 4 News, Dan Shear, our county board of supervisors, Dr. Garcia, Chuck and Lesher, all those were exposed, plus every school board superintendent and administration who said, we got to do what the county, super, the county health department doing to shut down schools. She didn't, he didn't just expose her. He exposed everybody who was using her incompetence and title to cover their bad decisions. Very good. And so just point, like people use the CDC for the same purpose. Correct. Sorry. Same purpose. But she was exposed as incompetent. She was exposed to someone who said, even if I didn't believe it, I would do what my boss tells me because I'm just here to provide a title to hide behind. You're so totally of correct. People were upset because in trying to say no, that's not what happened because they've been exposed. The board of supervisors were derelict and still are. Jan Lesher is derelict in her duties and having her in there. There is no she is she did prove herself to be incompetent. The worst thing is is she was a post turtle, and anybody who pretended that she got there on her own merits was lying to the public. 
and those that pretend that she could stay there because she was exposed as not being capable, both in confidence, in her ability to speak, and her ability to understand and lead with medicine were all exposed as complete, it was a complete fraud. But they wanted her fraud up there. She was a Wizard of Oz, and they, were the, they, they wanted that curtain to protect themselves. So, Amen. yeah, of course the media, including Dan Shear, gave crap interviews, didn't ask hard questions. And now they're exposed to saying, well, how could such an incompetent be in leadership? Because no one challenged her. It's true. And because of the Rona, right, she was hiding behind Zooms and all this other stuff, right? And no one was asking her any of those hard questions, sad to say. No, or they accepted him when she said, we can't trust um, herd immunity and stuff <laughs> like that. No one challenged that crap. <laughs> that's how we, in, in the end, that's how we got out of this thing was herd immunity. <laughs> in the end. It wasn't their vaunted vax. It well, was herd immunity. We got out of it because a virus is going to virus. And there's some right. natural... Yeah, behaviors of viruses over time, and the quicker it spread for the community, the safer it made for everybody, especially so, those that were most vulnerable. So, hey, I'm going to read this to you. So, uh, this is from the official Pima County statement. Adelita Grijalva said that she was disappointed that the special committee of the legislatures. This think about that. This is a Pima. Uh, this is a republic. This is a official. This is not off of her campaign site. This is a official Pima County statement. All right. Listen to this sentence. Adelina Grahava said she was disappointed that a special committee, and this is not even a quote yet. Okay. The special committee of the legislators, legislature's thin Republican majority chose a deplorably long character assassination of Dr. Cullen before rejecting her nomination on party line. What it really says is, aren't we glad we have a thin majority? Because on party lines, people would have pushed an incompetent to run the state, legis- to run the state health system, even though she was clearly exposed as incompetent. Yeah, she got Thank two goodness votes. we had a thin majority. Amen, Noah. Great, great job as always, man. Oh, man. Good job. Let's, let's, let's give Noah Thanks. a little... Appreciate it. Good job, buddy. Let's go to uh, let's go to Windows XP uh, on line four. Windows, what's going on, buddy? Oh my lord, what a call! Don't 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 even follow up on that. Go back. No. Go go to you're, go, you're the only person I'm that heard saint. it because you're on hold. Go 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 to the go yeah, to go to so, the original. Uh, let me ask you. Um, I got shut down by these people. And by the way, what is, this Cullen? It's more like call them. Yeah. And I had to handle the shutdown. When they shut this crap down, I had one client the entire time. Quick trip. I was out during the curfew doing windows. TPD would pull up and I would talk to them. They didn't even say anything. So they didn't enforce it. And, Chris, I just li- I barely made it. I barely made it. Then they opened and shut them down, not once, but twice. And just, I mean, and, th- and that is a hit on a restaurant to try to reopen and then get shut down. The amount of money to get that thing back up. I've learned so much about the restaurant business. It's horrible. And uh, there, I don't know, Chris, I've been out here since 2002. I've yet to see a competent, any competent leadership here. And that includes Ducey. I had to handle Napolitano. What? I mean, all I heard was rugged individualism. It's so free out here. It's so independent. It's like New Jersey, dude. 
Well, nothing's so like New Jersey. It is what it is. Trust me. So it is what it is. So I, I got, don't mean to rant. Ducey had his problems, but he at least he he got to a point where he tried to pull out of this faster than everyone else, right? But then Ducey failed. And then Ducey and uh, really failed is that when the city of Tucson and the county told him to go to hell, he he folded like a cheap suitcase. Right? Well, he folded like a cheap suitcase on the 2020 election too. Wow. Again, he he did, do we think that do, do we think that Doug Ducey liked Donald Trump? <laughs> but do, hey, the, the caller Noah, <laughs> yeah, the caller Noah, Chris, yes. you could hear it in his voice. You could hear how upset he was still about this. You could hear him. He was. Uh, he sounded like he was shaking talking. Well, no, no, so I think I, 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 Noah, Noah, I think it's a little nervous when he was talking on the air kind of thing. But Noah, look at the meat that was in his what he said, right? He nailed it yeah. on 27 different he points uh, perfectly. He and uh, mm-hmm. you know, he brought up that, that dynamic, right, where they cover behind her, like Barney was saying with the CDC, right? They, they would say, oh, we're just following the, the, Dr. Cullen. And literally, she just said on that thing last Thursday that basically, I just, I don't do, I just pushed uh, in memos out, and they, and they do it, right? And so they're both pointing at each other, and but no one locally is going to call them out other than possibly us, right? That's that's the sad part. And Channel Four and KOLD covered for Dr. Cullen. They literally misrepresented reality of what happened in that. And also, as a taxpayer, I'm pretty pissed that on an official Pima County, uh, official Pima County uh, statement, they misrepresented reality too. That actually pisses me off because I'm paying these fools. Well, they're, they're, I, I talked to the people downtown, and they're not going to shut down again. They're not going to the masks, everything, mandates. You know, enforce your mandate, bring it on. So. 7.45 in the morning. You're on the Wake Up Tucson show. Uh, let's go to break on that one. This goes out. That was one great call, one unbelievably horribly call, and then Chris was somewhere in the middle. So, no, He was good until the very end. Correct. <laughs> so, Don't quit your day job. 7.45 in the morning. So whenever we hear Chris say, 7.49 in the morning. Of course, a famous song in, or infamous song in Tucson, uh, Tucson Wake Up Tucson history. When uh, Steve Kozacic uh, kicked me off the TCC convention board, right? Which I will say I did clean that crap up because they were doing free tickets. It, w- it was a real party over there, okay? It was me, Betty Viegas, who's, of course, a superstar of the uh, Grijalva machine, Armando Rios, God rest his soul. Uh, who else is on there with me? There's a few others. It'll come back. Uh, but anyway, uh, when he kicked me off, I got my letter in the mail kicking me off. So I did a dramatic reading. But before we waited to the end of the show, and I said, hey, can you give us a good breakup song for me to read it to? And this was the winner was 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. So, oh, there it is. Um. <laughs> So in the end on this Dr. Cullen thing, right, is she says, all I ever, this is the quote at the end of the Pima County uh, Spinmeister here, uh, press release. All I've ever wanted to do is prevent suffering, help people live healthy lives, and treat people with respect and dignity. Zero for three on that one. And again, this is the part, 
and this is for Dr. Cullen, Dr. Hines, Adelita Grijalva, Dr. Garcia, any of these people who blew this response, Huckleberry, right, is your gaze was so narrow, right? And your, um, your empathy was narrow, right? So, yes, you say, we saved the lives of blank, right? But you, your blind eye to all the collateral damage from your bad decisions, that's the part that you won't be forgiven for. And I know it's tough. Pride's a hell of a thing. You can't admit you're wrong in politics. But what happened is the per, those, people who, th- those people who lost their life savings in their business because you shut them down. And their health, health and their lives in many cases. Correct, right? So you have the, the, the business owner, the extra, the, the, the extra so many hundred kids, kids who took their own lives because you shut them out of their schools and their connection to schools. And the rest and of friends. the kids who will never quite recover or it would be an amazing effort from two years of their lives that are supposed to be learning and growth and interacting, gone. There's no empathy for those. They don't even acknowledge those. They're like the lost Pima County population of the COVID wars that are ignored by the Heinzes and the Rex Scotts and the Adelita Grijalvas and the Cullens. Those are the forgotten Pima Countyans. All right. And that's the part that's disgusting. Right. And it's the you guys and the thing. Stop. Stop patting yourselves on the back. You didn't do a good job. You just didn't. Yes, Matt. Were you going to say something? I'm not not sure what the the, the hands of things are going on here. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, (laughs) It's okay. You got them all excited. You're on a roll, Chris. These folks gambled. These folks gambled with your livelihood with your savings, with your career, with everything that's important to you. And, they, your, and your life. They gambled, but they put your your stuff up as, as, as the bet, okay? They did not lose anything. They lost no salary. They lost no career. They lost, they had no risk. Correct. But and, they, and we both know, we all know people whose businesses and lives were interrupted, maybe irreparably, because maybe they had to close down a long-running business because of this. That, that's that's despite all the finger pointing and and all the side issues of you know who who is running at Chuck or the supervisors are calling you know hey th- there's a lot of conversation on a lot of meat on that bone. But the bottom line is all these officials they gambled with your lives, and as it turns out, it wasn't you lost. It wasn't what they said it was. And it you, just wasn't. And you lost. You're right. The danger wasn't what it was said it was. The mitigation wasn't what it what it, what it was supposed to be or do. What it, it it didn't do much of anything. And of course, their vac- their magic bullet vaccine is didn't do what it was supposed to do for a lot of people, and it's hurting people. And so when they put it all on red, and when it came up black the, on the on the roulette wheel, they but, still got their paycheck. Yeah, but they, they still went to work. They Everything, were playing. Nothing with, changed. They were playing with other people's money, and just think about it. Not only these people. But all their colleagues, what happened to the paychecks of all the Pima County employees? Kept on going. And I think they even got a bump. Oh, they got or a bump. bonuses. Well, they got bonuses for, of course, getting vaxxed. Right? They punished the ones who didn't get vaxxed for a while. Remember, they had to pay higher health care premiums. 
All right. Even though we're finding out that anyway, uh, you're right. So the, 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 and you guys are both right, right? The, their livelihoods weren't touched at all, right? They could make these these broad decisions that screwed a whole bunch of people on a variety of ways that we've already talked about ad nauseum, right? But that that's one of the this is gonna be one of their biggest sins. Their the idea that a huge chunk of this population was thrown to the side and ignored by these people. That's the part. I mean, and look and look at the city right now, right? There, that that same attitude is the same thing with the crime, right? And all the victimization of the ivory. They have more mercy for the criminal than they do the the victim, right? And one more thing on this: they were driven by politics. They knew if they did anything that wasn't what was going on on the national narrative, right? They felt like they were somehow helping Donald Trump. Donald Trump was in their head when oh. they made poli- they made health decisions. Ding yourself on right. that one, right? And that and, and, and I can have that discussion all day, but that's what happened. That was the, when you're using uh, an election because you hate Trump so much, right? And there was and that and what happened was that Trump delusion train got at a peak, right? And all of their supporters and the people in the media, right? Like we're, we're going to keep doing these bad health decisions because. Trump and Duck Ducey fell into it too when they when they said oh you can't use hydroxychloroquine I was going to bring that up uh, among a couple other things but absolutely well let me go there we're talking that we first see the signs of COVID in January here in this country January 2020 in January 2020 Trump shut down air travel from China period and he was called what, the, he was called a racist racist and denounced badly and what did that fool Nancy Pelosi do immediately after, oh, there's nothing to fear her. Come on down to Chinatown and party with us for the Chinese New Year. Right. We're all good. So whatever Trump did, they went with the opposite. And the third part I was going to mention, he brings up, he hears hydroxychloroquine is helpful in this. People were starting to look for ways to say that hydroxychloroquine would kill you. This is a medicine that for years, along with ivermectin, has been on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicine. If you travel to Latin America or Africa or other parts of the world, you were given this these medications years ago. Right. And they found some woman that killed her her boyfriend with fish tank cleaner, which had chloroquine in it, simply a similar name. I mean, chemically related. So they say, well, hydroxychloroquine will kill you. They had imbeciles ranting about that. And Doug Ducey bought into it. Yeah, I know. It wasn't hard to do. I'm just saying. So so when Trump brought up hydroxychloroquine, he was just trying to give hope to the American people in a very, really uh, increasingly dark time. Yep. Right? That's what you're had, supposed to do as the president. And I believe that had people, instead of being isolated in hospital wards uh, with families prevented from visiting you, which takes its toll emotionally on you, and put on ventilators, which was a death sentence, we lost uh, Mike Hicks here in town, a really yeah, good former, guy. Former TUSD board member. Same kind of stuff. If we had given all of these people early on treatment... I'm not even going to talk about the particular. So drugs. one of the things that Cullen got called out on, right, is when when she said that when, when they did the, uh, the the curfew, she said, "Well, there was no there was no treatment for uh, COVID at that time, <laughs> right?" And she got called out by Champ saying, "What did you say?" <laughs> A lot of and the and the doctors who dared to talk about treatment 
they got suppressed. Malone is a perfect example. He's coming on. We're, we are rescheduling Dr. Malone, who looks exactly like Barney Brenner. <laughs> they have the same fuzzy hair and the same beard right now. So. And he must have a great smile. Oh, beautiful smile. When we come back, uh, we have this young lady uh, calling in who basically went to Mount Holyoke College and experienced the woke nightmare in her experience escaping the, wa- the woke nightmare. So, our good story. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk.